I got to be honest, I had no faith in Wood's big list today. But man, did people come through with some good ones. Came through bigly. What's the worst thing that's read? It was That was a lot of fun. And uh, really some outside of the box thoughts that yeah. was pretty cool. Also, got to hear about our big weekend since we're not going to be here on Friday. Yeah. We uh, had some of that. And you, you held on. I did. I got choked up there for a second, but I held on. A great round of the feud today. And we also rebounded in our uh, late morning game. Hey, how about the woman who accused me of being terrible because of the dryer in my house? She ain't wrong. <laughs> I forgot about that call. You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is something that we normally do on Fridays, but uh, Wood and I are not going to be here tomorrow. Um, but the reason why is um, my wife is, God willing, Undergoing her final surgery tomorrow. Uh, for if you don't know, back golly, it was a year ago now. Back a year ago, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, she's gone through the chemo, the first round of chemo. Um, she went through a, a mastectomy, a double or bilateral mastectomy, I believe they call it. Um, and now this will be like the final surgery for her as they completely reconstruct and and like I said, God willing, this will be it as far as the surgeries go. Yeah. For the, you know, like I said, you're the one thing that has changed the most is that I'm afraid to ever say like, okay, cool, this is the last surgery. Because mm-hmm. you just never know. And a lot of people have texted in who have been through um, either their wife had breast cancer or they had breast cancer or whatever. And you do feel that way for the rest of your life. You're just like, all right, when's the next shoe going to drop? Like what? You don't want to be happy because you almost feel like you're going to be punished for being happy. It's very bizarre. Now, is this three this will be the third surgery, correct? No, this is. She only had two surgeries. Okay, so she had the obviously, like I said, the bilateral mastectomy. She, I mean, I guess you could. Te- I mean, it wasn't surgery, but you know, they had to put her port in. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, putting the port in to me was the scariest part because you know what that is like. Because that's what they hook all the medicine, the stuff up, right? To. And they snake it through like your arteries, mm-hmm. it, like to right above your heart. Which to me was the most terrifying thing because I'm like, <laughs> you know, they have a steady hand on that, please. Did they put her under for that? I think so. I don't remember. Okay. We've been in the hospital so much, I don't remember specifics every single time. Because I remember when they did my liver biopsy, they went through an artery. Right. But they didn't put me under for it. Oh, that's wild. But they, they give you something that gets you... I mean, you're... Right. You're, you're in goof town. <laughs> right. But I wasn't like totally under because I guess that's like safer. So Right. Yeah. I think whenever they can, they don't want to put you completely under. But yeah, so that's why we're not going to be here tomorrow because the surgery is today at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then uh, tomorrow, she, and this is crazy because it's only going to, they say like maybe a week to recover from this one because it's not as invasive, I guess, as. The original, because you've already done the hard work. You're pretty much just swapping out parts, yeah. not to be crass, but yeah. no, it's 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 okay. But so that is why we won't be here. So why should we talk to you on Monday? Is t- today we go through this surgery, and it's like it's weird because I'm like, wow, can we maybe take a breath of air now? Mm-hmm. And because it's it's and she still has some infusions. They do like this kind of clean sweep chemotherapy just in case there's a cancer cell hiding in her you know foot somewhere this kind of just cleans her whole body out so she still has a few of those but this is kind of like the the finish line is in sight and i remember specifically and boy i get choked up again of course but when we were sitting in the doctor's office and i remember a nurse and thank god for this nurse who said you guys this is going to be just a a a speed bump in your life Mm -hmm. it feels like the end of the world right now oh god I'm not going to do this today. Uh, <laughs> she just said it feels like the end of the world right now, but this is a speed bump in your life, and, and it's true. Like it's been a year of nonstop at the doctor, you know, this and that, and now it kind of feels like, all right, 
uh, maybe a little bit normal life comes back after this. So yeah. I'm super excited, man. Like I just I just want everything to go. Like I said, if you believe in that sort of thing, go ahead and throw a little quick prayer up. I'd appreciate it. If you don't, that, I totally get that too. But uh, we should be nearing the end after today, man. I'm happy for you guys. How's she feeling about she, it? She's nervous. You yeah. know, anytime you're going to go under, it's it's scary, mm-hmm. right? But she's handling it like she's handled everything. Like uh, <laughs> Don't do this to me. What? Nah, man. I'm she's proud a, of you guys. She's a pro, though. I mean, she's just she's handled everything amazingly, and uh, this is no different. So, won't be here tomorrow, but then we'll have a good stretch of being here after that. You bet, man. So, I'm happy for you guys. Love you guys. She's going to do great. So, thank you for giving me your time today. Kelly and Wood. All right. Wood's big list. What is... Wait, what is it? All right. It's very simple. What are the worst things that are red? Okay. What are the worst things that are red? I'm having trouble with this one. I'm not, because one jumped straight to the my head, and Hope actually texted this in as well. This is the easiest, clear-cut number one. Okay. The devil. Well, how do we know the devil's red? The devil in hell. Come on, man. The devil can take on any color he wants to. Nah, the That's devil. That's how he tricks you. The devil in hell. That's the easiest. That has got to be at the very tip-top of the list, because obviously everything he does is bad. By the way, I'd like to welcome Brian Riley to the show. I didn't think you were coming in today, man. Well, I, I had one mi- I had one mishap. And how about I get thrown off the feud? How about Brian's eyes <laughs> right now? <laughs> okay. Those, those are bad, and those are red. Okay. <laughs> um, how about this one, then? Seeing red. When someone says they're seeing red... That's never a good thing, right? I can imagine. That's anger. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. What what about stoplights? Mm. Because like you gro- like if you're grooving, you're listening to your favorite song and then you hit a stoplight, yeah. of course you're going to hit the next one. That's a bad one. one. Okay, now now I'm getting into what you're trying to say here. I'm with you on that because once you catch one red light, chances are catching you're catching them all. Them all. Yeah. And that's a bad pattern. Love this one. Uh Stephanie texted this one and she says, "I'm a teacher." Red pen on a test. Oh, yeah, that's good. When that teacher slid that test back in front of you and you see nothing but a wall of red. (laughs) How about when the teacher was handing the papers back and you're trying to see like where yours is and how much red is on it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you see and you're like, ah. That's a lot. That's not good. Other people texting in thinking of uh, KT, red flag. I work in HR. You have to be a pretty bad employee to receive a red flag. Oh. Kelly's got a couple. There's actually a physical red flag. What, do you put it in their file folder? Ah, Don't you worry about that. (laughs) Is it like something you staple to the top? Uh, Other people texting in. Troy says, uh, what about red lipstick on a mirror? Like red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Yeah. That's not good. Other people, a couple of people text this one in flashing lights in your mirror. Red flashing oh, lights. Oh, yeah. That's usually a cop. Red or blue, it ain't yeah, good. that's not good. Uh, other people, uh, animal eyes in the dark in your headlights. Ooh, Kelly Jordan. Yeah, I'm an expert in that one. Come on through with that one. Renee, uh, bad rash. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Kristen Anderson, how about red spiders? Remember those little spiders that are so yes. small? Like that you can barely see weren't them? Those, weren't those called blood spiders or something like that? I didn't even know there were spiders. They're yeah. like little baby spiders that are super Ugh. tiny. Yeah. And, yeah. Red spider ain't good. That's kind of about a red me. snake? Shoot, I'll throw that in there. What's I a red snake? I don't know. Red on yellow, kill a fellow. I know that. That's a saying. Oh, like a corn snake. It looks like a corn snake, but it's not. Right. Okay. Red on yellow, kill a fellow. That's what they say. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So now you know. know Next time you're in the Amazon. Uh, Elizabeth texted this one in. What about when you log into your bank account? And you see red numbers. <laughs> that's good. Man, I didn't even think of any of these. This is great. Yeah, that's other one. Uh, Rhonda says red lights in traffic. Brake lights, she means, because then you're yeah. just sitting in traffic. Oh, yeah. that's the I guess worst. you could say a stop sign, but I don't know. Sometimes they keep you safe. Yeah, but uh, still. Right. 
Uh, how about this one, Chase? Redheads. Come on, Chase. Hey, man. That come depends. On. Uh, Nicole, red ants. Fire ants. Yep, those will get you, man. Those will take you out fast. Uh, how about this one? My son actually dealt with this yesterday. His first one, acne. Got himself a zit. Oh, yeah. Right there on the chair. But it was gone the next day. My wife was not pleased about that. God she was dang. jealous. What? That it was gone so yeah, quick? How'd was- that happen? What what age are kids getting zits these days? Because your son is what eight? No, nine. he just turned nine. Just turned nine. Got his first zit on his cheek. I don't think I got a zit till I was in maybe like high school, mm. and I got it bad too. They had to put me on erythromycin or tetracycline or one of those two things. One of them's like a birth control pill too, and then they give it to you for acne. Yeah, those aren't your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other people texting things in. Box elder bugs. Good luck getting oh, rid of those. Yuck. Uh, clean it up. Red lipstick on a dog. No. no. The red rocket. Nah. But you're 100% wrong. I thought about that one, but I didn't know how to say it. Yeah, you don't want that one. <laughs> All right. Well, this is good. We got a good little base going here. Keep for, them coming. For Wood's Big List today. We got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in. What's up? I feel like every sport team that high schools ever played against like our arch nemesis was always red all that all i think of is other schools that's a good one that's that's thinking outside the box what that about, is yeah so other sports teams with the color red in their jersey is the worst thing that's red right now i kind of hate uga so yeah it works for me and you hate the patriots like, they got a like little red in them right that's red white and blue how dare you all right my bad my bad <laughs> Like, I just hate the color red. I just think of those teams. All right. Thank you so much for the call. All right. Let's keep the calls. Keep the text coming. Wood's big list. What are the worst things that are red? What are the worst things that are red? That's what we have up today in Wood's big list. I got to be honest with you, Wood. When you threw this one out there, I was like, all right, this is a a lead balloon. There's going to be a turd? I really did because I couldn't come up with any. And people are crushing it this morning. Yeah, we're getting phenomenal take. Uh, brake lights and traffic, another very popular one. Yeah, man. How about Dauber checking in with lava? That's bad. That's a bad thing. Now, of course, it turns into earth, which right. is a good thing. But still, at the start of it, lava, that seems like a bad one. I uh, love Chad's as well. What about red on a weather radar? Oh, dang, that's good. That's never a good There's thing. There's nothing more ominous looking. Unless it's purple on a weather radar, then you really know. That That's you're, in for, you're in for a hot dose. Uh, Troy, I don't know about this one. Taco Bell's Flaming Hot Taco. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I can't imagine. That one's going to be a uh, rough one for that one. Uh, John from Piers, he says, I'm going to check in. I'm going to hurt some feelings. Uh, red. I'm John Deere guy, so red tractors. Oh, in, like, a, like a Case IH, if you will? The International Harvester. International Harvester. I, I, by the way. Got no dog in the fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't know which is better. I'm pro is that, tractor. Period. Now, for farmers, is that? And isn't your girlfriend a farmer? Uh, yeah, Brian. She, she grew up. She on grew a farm, up yeah. on a farm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is is John Deere versus International Harvester and like Kubota or whatever the other one? Is that the? Yeah, there's like a huge thing. You're either it's kind of like a Ford Chevy type thing. Okay. Right. But it's funny because her dad doesn't run either. He has Ford, like an old Ford yeah. tractor. Mitsubishi. Like his stuff breaks down every year, and he's just like, I'm not, fig- I'm not getting anything else. I know how to fix this, and he sticks with it. Mm. Good for him. Uh, first time texter texting this one in diaper rash. That's oh, the worst. Boy, when your kid gets diaper rash, what is that stuff called? Monkey butt. Yeah, that you use. Yeah, and sometimes you just gotta let it. You just let them run free. Dude, when I worked in that pizza restaurant in Texas. Like, in the middle of the summer, it would be so hot in there. What are you putting in that pizza, man? Why don't you just hold on and let me finish the story? <laughs> a weird start. But I'm, you know, I'm running from table to table, everything else, and I will tell you that monkey butt saved me many times <clears throat> because you get a little chafed. 
And as an adult, monkey butt. Look, I'm just quoting no, the product. I, I get it, man. As a grown man, there's nothing wrong with using a little monkey butt. I used to be a 500-pound gentleman. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you had a, a prescription to monkey I'm butt? I'm not going back, sir. <laughs> uh, what other ones we got on uh, here? Some people have texted. Oh, this is a good one for uh, video game people like myself. The Xbox Red Ring of Death. Oh, I don't know what that is. It used to be on like the Xbox. If it popped up there, it meant your Xbox was cooked. Really? It was roasted. Yeah. And oh, it would, come, it would be random. It would be yeah. like on the screen. It was just done. No, it's like no. on like by the power button. Oh, it would okay. pop up. If you got three little dots, they called it the Red Ring of Death. It meant your Xbox was cooked. Oh, dang! I never heard that one before. But, but on the counter side, if you could fix your own Red Ring of Death, you felt like the smartest human being on was Earth. Was that possible? If you cooled it down and then you could like plug it in and then return it. Yeah. I've heard yeah. you can maybe get away with it. <laughs> a, a, Rumor a has select, it. A select few have probably done it. That's... I don't want to go there. How about one that I just came to me? We're yeah. not a political show. Not at all. Communism. Well, <laughs> communism sucks. I don't think anybody listening is pro-communism. <laughs> hey, I think you're on a pretty sturdy branch there. We're, we're in a couple college towns. You don't know. But yeah, all the communism countries go with red, like the USSR way back yeah. in the day. That was all red. China, all red. Right. Well, that's why, and we're not being political, but that's why when Joe Biden gave that speech with the red lights. That's a bad look. Everyone was like, it looks like communism. Yeah. Like, just, because of the red. And it was so dark and red. If it would have been purple, everyone would like, oh, cool. Yeah. A little, little tribute to Prince. You, you said red. <laughs> somebody said red hair before, right? Yeah. yeah. What about like one person, specific, Kathy Griffin? Oh. Okay. Can't stand yeah. her. Can't stand her. I think, yeah, I'm what, not. I'm not going to trash all redheads though. Well, no, but, but no, that's just Kathy Griffin. I can't stand. Right. What about Chucky the doll? Oh, oh that's a bad gosh. redhead. Thousand percent out. Yeah, thousand. I don't. It, honestly, I don't like dolls to begin with. The fact that you're giving one a knife, even worse. Even though I don't understand why no one could kill him, just run up and kick him. There's, how about how about this one? Cold sores. Yeah, that's, that's a not bad good. red one. No. I have a theory on cold sores, but you you think it's offensive. I'm, I'm just saying, when, when someone has a cold sore, and we, you don't know how they got it, right? Yeah. Because, like, some children have cold sores. Right. But you always remember an adult who has a cold sore. You think, I think about it every time I see them. Because I, my mind goes to the worst. I've never thought of it like that. I know. I, and I don't know why I do. There's three things. If someone ever has bad breath, mm-hmm. uh, really bad BO, mm-hmm. or a cold sore, you always remember that every single time you see that person. Especially really, right there. What's that? That's the Kelly Jordan motto right there. <laughs> it really is. But like even babies get cold sores. So just, but yeah. most, you know, mostly they get them from adults kissing them. That's where most babies get their cold sores. Keep hands off my baby. I guess right. Other people uh, says, "What about the red line on your gas tank?" Yeah, man. Emily, thousand percent clowns. I'm all yeah. out on clowns. Yeah. I want nothing to do with them. I don't understand them. When the road on your GPS turns red, indicating oh, traffic ahead. Dang, you guys are coming up with some good ones. That one is a rough one there red, as well. Red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. That's what? from a first-time texter. What's that mean? Like, Because you oh, know what yeah. I say, pink at night, sailors delight, right? Meaning like the weather's going to be calm. Really? Red in the morning, sailors take warning. Meaning like if the sky is red in the morning, you're probably in for some weather. I've never heard that before. Really? Never. Well, you're not a boatsman like myself. I'm not. Uh, you are quite the seaman. <laughs> yes. We're not that kind of show. <laughs> we never have been, never will be. Class it up. All right. Any other ones on there? Because we got someone sitting on hold that wants to chime uh, in. A couple other ones. Sunburn. And I think oh. we, we've got a couple who are actually texting in something I think our uh, caller has here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's get to him and see what he, what was yours. What did you have for us? Engine oil lights. On your car. The check oh, engine light. There you that Man, this is good. I That's can't, a good one. I can't come up with any, and you guys are crushing it on this one this morning. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a good yep. one, man. And really, any warning yep. like that's red is probably bad. Yeah, I can't imagine it's a good thing. <laughs> yep. 
All right, man. Thanks for the call. Man, that was a good... I, I got to be honest, Wood. I didn't have faith in this one. Always, man. And it uh, it came through for us. Wood's big list. Kelly and Wood. All right. Name a reason a woman refuses to give her date a goodnight kiss. Oh, that's what we have <laughs> up today in this round of The Feud. Now, wait. I lost last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this is going to be a walk in the park, right? Doesn't here. that tend to happen? Yeah. I'm not as... Wood, for some reason, can dial these in so well. All right. Here we go, though. I'm a lover. Reason that... Uh, wait, what was it again? Name a reason <laughs> a woman refuses to give her date a good night kiss. This is easy. Everyone's thinking it right away. Bad breath. Oh, yeah. Dang. That's got to be number one. Mm-hmm. That is your number one answer. Yeah. yeah. Number one on the list, bad breath. And for the record, I'm Team Kelly, so I'm hoping oh, I might I might cheat for you. Everyone is. What? <laughs> <laughs> name a reason a woman refuses to give a date a good night kiss. How about the fact that she's old fashioned? You know, you oh, don't want to give it too away too soon, right? right. Don't let, don't buy the house court uh, the farm if you get the milk for free. What? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and that is the number three answer. Not the milk-free thing, but uh, because she's old-fashioned. Too soon, she's first date. Yeah, okay. I like that. All right. Um, this is a, I mean, this is another easy one. I think we're just going to get through these easy. Uh, the date didn't go well. That is your number two answer. Yes. Man, we're crushing it today. All, All right. right. So we've got one, two, and three. Well, how many are left on the list? Uh, three. So we're through right. six. Okay. Question again, please. Right. Name a reason a woman refuses to give her date a good night kiss. Mm. How about this one? Ooh, Thinking got outside the box here. I got it. He didn't pay. Not that he's a John. Wouldn't that but... be the date didn't go well, though? I mean. Would it be? No, that was your answer. That's and your answer. that is not a correct answer. This sucks, dude. No, man. I, I was thinking that. I didn't lock that in. Okay, you, you didn't say ultimate response. Right. No, you locked that in. Um. <laughs> Wouldn't miss this. Brian, is, right? This is awful. How about this? How about this? How about. Her dad opens the door. That's yeah. not, doesn't matter. You already got it. That's yeah. That doesn't work either. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that only counts as one X. Wood. Only one. Only X. one X. I got this. This, this, is, sla- this is erroneous. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting very close, isn't it? I got it right here. All right. Facial hair. She doesn't like facial hair, and he's got facial hair. That is incorrect. Oh, yeah, dad. Uh, dad doesn't that. like facial hair, right? A woman who's trying to kiss a man. Mm. Trust me. I wish I could give hints. Trust me. (laughs) All right. No, we don't need hints. We'll we'll get through three more texters here. What actually has an X already? Name a reason women refuse to give her date a goodnight kiss. We already said. What what, what answers have already been taken, so I don't say it again? Bad breath. Mm -hmm. Bad date, no match. And uh, too soon. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. You need to answer, Wood. I don't know if I. The only one I have is wildly offensive. the sound that he got, that? She got Wow. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Um, Alright, fine. I'm going to steer into it. Yeah, I, I said old-fashioned. Yeah. What about if she just wants to go inside? So take, she wants to skip the kissing part? Take that date to the next level. I've had it happen to me a couple times. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Wait, so you've had without kissing? Well... Well, I don't kiss and tell. Give him the same. This question sucks. <laughs> this question sucked. I, but the funny no. thing is, I don't have any more. How many are left on Three this? more. I, it, I knew it. If even, I got it, you were, I, I'm cooked. Even if I try and guess, I can't think of any other reason. Like, I'm trying to think uh, bad teeth, but that would kind of be bad breath. Right. 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 Is that, yeah. Get, get the buzzer ready, because I'm going to give you my question, but I'm afraid of this. Okay. No. <laughs> I said I just 
Because I, I wow. was an idea. <laughs> okay. So how many X's do you have now? That's like three. Six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing. I what what are the remaining answers? All right. Coming in number four would be sick. Oh, well then why are you out on the date in the first place? Um it actually says you can bleep this out. It says Oh, that's worse yeah. than my answer. Oh. Yeah, that was the that was the one. And then there's that's two more. Uh she's mad at him. And I then think- one that probably's happened to you a few times, Kelly. Yes. He's drunk. <laughs> when, I, when I read he's drunk, I'm like, Kelly should get this one. Or she did kiss me, I just don't remember. <laughs> Poor thing. Sitting over there making out with the... So what happens? No my, winners? No, I win. No, Kelly won. Okay, I got two X. My wife the other day gave me a kiss, and I had had a few drinks, and she goes, oh, that taste brings me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what it was. I had a shot of Rumplemints. Oh, why I, did you do that? Oh, I haven't had one in years. There's a reason why you don't yeah, have Rumplemints. And there's a reason why I never go back to that well. And I had a shop of Rumplemints, and my wife goes, oh, that taste brings me back. <laughs> or for sorority rushing or something like that. I used to stink of booze 24-7. Or, anyway. Or she w- was taking her back to before you. Mm, no. Why, it's, no, that's Pitbull. No, yeah, that would be tequila. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on from this segment. Thank you, JD, for filling in for Brian Riley today. I will take this win yeah. in today's round of The, the Feud. Feud. Oh, see. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Woodle now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale on the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Arkansas, my friend. Arkansas. That's right. That's where we have a 74-year-old man named Daniel Zarelli. Now, Daniel's hanging out in his house, and he gets into an argument with a female inside his home. Now, I should mention that Daniel rides a scooter. Okay, is that important to the story? Well, yeah, because it becomes more important as we go here. Well, the 74-year-old man at one, some point in time during this argument began, got so upset he scooted into his room and came scooting out, waving around an 8-inch blade. Oh, you're talking about like a miracle scooter, like a... Uh, I'm talking like a handicapped scooter. I thought here. you were talking like a Raz or a Rav or whatever they used to call those things. A rascal, yeah. if you will. There you go. Well, yeah, he's scooting around here doing this thing, and he comes out waving around a knife. Oh, good Lord. Well, he continued to follow the woman around the uh, house, and the argument continued. At some point in time, though, he crossed the line telling her that he wanted to kill her, and she said, you know what? Now I'm leaving. Well, when she went outside, there was another gentleman outside. Zarelli then began to argue with him, chasing him around the car. Now, I should mention, for some reason, this is apparently important to the story, it was a rental car. And he said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and get my rental out of here. Jumped in and pulled out and started driving down the street. Zarelli, he wasn't going away. He chased the car on his rascal scooter <laughs> at some point in time, catching up and slashing the car's left rear tire. What the hell? How did that thing keep up with the car? That, that's what I'm wondering. Either A, the guy driving the car really wasn't taking it serious, or Zarelli is riding himself a hot rod. Yeah. That thing, he's probably trying to have a hard time keeping the front wheels on the ground. <laughs> well, authorities obviously were called, and when they did show up, Zarelli was still holding the knife in his hand and still actively chasing the woman around the driveway of the residence. When officers spoke with Zarelli, they smelled alcohol on his breath, and that's when Zarelli said, I should have stabbed that guy when I had the chance. 
<laughs> so he's not saying I didn't do it. Believe it or not, uh, telling authorities that you should have stabbed someone when you stabbed their car is not a good idea. That's an ornery old man. He was taken to jail on multiple charges, including two cases of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. All right, let's give this one a score. Mm-hmm. Boy, I hope I'm not that bitter when I get old. That I can just picture someone being that angry. Why? That old. What do you mean, why? Why? He's got a hot rod, man. <laughs> The world's your oyster. You can go wherever you please. Can you drive? Now, what if you're, if you're, honest to God, if you're driving a scooter, mm-hmm. a, a rascal scooter down the street and you're drunk. That's a DUI. Is it really? We've covered this before. Oh, have we? Okay. Like if, if, if you're it's on not a, just a public intoxication. If you're on a public roadway, it's a DUI. Okay. Like, so say I was on like an electric uh, stand-up scooter that you mm-hmm. can rent or whatever. If I was drunk on one of those, that's a DUI. I'm possibly. I wonder. So like my mom, she has one of these scooters. Yeah. If she got loaded and took a wrong turn and ended up in the street. Yeah. I'm Boom. calling the cops on her. DUI. I'm She's taking her down a peg. <laughs> she needs it, doesn't she? She's riding high over me for far too many years. <laughs> all right, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Drum um, So where does, the, where does the trashiness start? How about coming out of your bedroom? With a knife. Swinging an eight-inch knife. That's pretty trashy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to score that. 175. Okay. All right. Uh, then we got chasing somebody around the house on a rascal scooter wielding a knife. Trashy. Comic, mm-hmm. but trashy. You know, you got to use one hand to drive. Yeah. And it, well, I, I guess, yeah, you got to accelerate. Is the accelerator on the handlebars? It's usually a thumb one. At least okay. my mom's is. Okay. She's got a basket to put all of her crap in, too. Sounds like he had beer in his. Yeah, I wonder if he kept his knife in there. That's probably how he kept the front end down. Could Load be. up the basket with beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then uh, chasing around the house, the person goes outside, getting in a fight with a neighbor mm-hmm. while still yielding said knife on your rascal scooter. I'm going to give that another 175 points. That's true. Slashing someone's tire. While they're driving away mm-hmm. on a rascal scooter. I, I feel like giving that 200 points. Man. I would say it's dangerous, but the fact that a rascal scooter caught up with you, it's, I think you can afford the blowout. Right. Yeah. So You're going to lose control of the I'll car. Give, <laughs> I'll give that 175. I don't want to score it at 200. Uh, he was arrested, 75. Am I missing anything here, Wood? Yes. When officers showed up, he still was holding the knife, chasing oh. the woman. Okay, yeah. And he said, I should have stabbed him when I had the chance. Yeah, if you tell the cops that you should have stabbed somebody, that's pretty right. trash. I'll give that 125 points. Okay, this is a good score here, man. You're going to like this. Come on. Today... Our rascal riding gentleman wielding his sword earns himself a whopping 900 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got your trash flash on the way in just a couple of minutes. Yesterday I told you a story about this elaborate system we have to hold our dryer door closed. Oh, man, that was sad. (laughs) It was sad and it was trashy, Mm -hmm. but someone wants to comment on it. Hello? Okay, yesterday, I was telling my husband this story yesterday that... One of you guys had a part stolen yesterday. Yeah, that was on your me. Dryer. Yeah, I had a latch for my dryer. We've been propping an ironing board up against my dryer for about maybe even a year, actually. And I finally ordered a six dollar part, and then someone stole it off my porch. Real nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe it's not as bad, but it's still really bad because I thought it was um, Kelly, and I was like, uh, "Isn't his wife battling breast cancer too?" No, it was Kelly, <laughs> and yes, my wife is battling breast cancer. You want to know Ooh. even? You want to know even the worst part of that story? So yesterday, oh my god, yeah. you're awful. <laughs> So yesterday I go to an appliance repair store. I was like, all right, I got to get this thing fixed. So I go to an appliance repair store. The part is $1.75, and Ooh. I fixed it in about 20 seconds. No, Yelly. <laughs> for a year, my poor wife has been propping an ironing board up against the, and I could have fixed it for $1.75 in 20 seconds of my time. 
Oh Lord, you're 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 sorry. <laughs> I can't even argue with you. I wish I could defend myself, but I can't. Your poor wife. I know. Wait, she's not even supposed to be lifting stuff after surgery. I I, I know all this. We've been saying it for years. <laughs> oh man, I like told my husband. I was like, I probably would have freaked out on you after like months. Ooh. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Thank, thank you for the call. We have to move on now. <laughs> Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Nelson, Minnesota, population 182. Nelson was originally called Dent after settler Richard Dent, but in 1875, the name was changed for Newt Nelson, a prominent citizen and United States Senator from Minnesota. And now Mayor Gerald Gay oversees all .6 miles of Nelson, Minnesota, and that's why they get today's Small Town Salute! That was your Small Town Salute with Kelly Kelly Wood in the morning. All right, let's do it. The inflation game. All right. Now, of course, if you've gone to buy anything at the grocery lately, you know that it's gotten pretty pricey. So here we go. Back in 1950. Oh, gosh. How much did a case of dozen eggs cost you? Back in 1950? 1950. The current average price right now is five seventeen in the Midwest. Golly, it's that much. Uh, how much does a dozen eggs cost you in 1950? Come on, give me a price. I'm going to 45 cents, I bet. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say 10 cents. No, Kelly Jordan, much closer. 60 cents. Really? So not too bad right there. Man, for, can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Like, I got a little change in my pocket. I'm going to get a dozen eggs. How much did a pound of chicken cost you in 1980? It is currently going right now, on average, for four forty-two a pound. Wow. This is, this is making me sad. A pound of chicken in 1980 went for... Um, 1980, things were pretty good back then, I'm imagining. I'm guessing. A little music. Thank you. Um, probably a dollar fifteen a pound, I bet. Okay. Uh, dollar sixty-five. Um, Kelly Jordan again, a little closer. One thirty-seven. By the way, you missed an option to do the supermarket sweep song. Come on, man. No one knows that song. Your, oh, you're, you're out of your mind. <laughs> they remember his sweaters, but they don't remember the song. How about that sweet, sweet Hellman's mayonnaise? How much did it cost you back in 1978? Currently going a standard bottle for $5.48. Ooh, holy, the mayonnaise is that expensive? That's Hellman's, man. Isn't that just like That's egg? high end. Isn't that just like egg white and oil mixed? That's S- like mayonnaise? Look. Don't look behind the curtain, all right? <laughs> just slap it on that sandwich for- and go about your life. You know what I've never understood? How are how do they compare mayonnaise and Miracle Whip to be like the same thing? They don't taste anything alike. Tangy zip. Miracle no, Whip is disgusting. They're different, they're, and you what? can I That's... can tell the difference between Hellman's and like Blue Plate. Like and there's different ones. Well, you're a uh... Duke's Mayo. Say it. Say I'm fat. I'm not saying you're, you're a, fat. It was on the tip of your tongue. No, are you somebody that can tell the difference of ketchups too. I'm, nah, I don't know about yeah, that. I one. think ketchup can make sense. Anyway, what did we wait? Oh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. How much did it cost in 1978? I'm gonna go dollar eighty nine. Dollar twenty five. Kelly Jordan a little closer. A dollar thirty. No, I take it back. Brian Riley's closer. Dollar thirty nine. Mayo King over there. Now, <laughs> a New York strip steak. Oh man. Currently, right now, going right around twelve dollars and ninety-seven per pound. God dang! How, how are we affording to eat? We're hearing... not. <laughs> Jeez, we're all around eating mayo. You know how much that brisket cost me that I bought a couple weeks ago? It's sixty bucks for a brisket, Jeez. and that was from Walmart. Like that's. Oof. How much did a New York strip steak cost you in nineteen seventy-eight per pound? Per pound, seventy-eight. You said. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna say two two fifty. Yeah, two seventy five. Kelly Jordan, a little closer, two dollars and thirty nine cents. Man. And the last one we have here, the Moo Juice. Currently, right now, on average, going for four dollars and forty four cents a gallon. Milk. How much did a gallon of milk cost in nineteen ninety? Nineteen ninety. That's not that long ago. So was that thirty two years ago? Yeah, nineteen ninety. Uh gallon of milk, nineteen ninety. I'm gonna go dollar eighty. Uh, go a dollar eighty one. Oh, ho, ho. went the wrong way, you cheater. Dollar <laughs> eighteen. That's Jeez. it. Dollar eighteen. Only thirty two years ago, I was going for a dollar eighteen. Now going for four dollars and forty four cents. Man, you weren't lying. This game is depressing. It is. Well, that's three stinkers in a row that we did. Oh, it? I mean, it was a fun game. It was. A, it was a very fun game. But you sad. Just Joe, a, little, a little depressed. Joe texted, "You guys should do ramen. Give Kelly a chance. <laughs> Kelly did pretty well, though. Now, what does that mean? Because I'm poor. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. good one, Joe. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does, and I mean no one. It's time for maybe it's just me. You would think all the bones in your legs would be load bearing bones, right? This this blew my mind. They would have to be, right? That's what I thought. Well, no. The fibula is not a weight-bearing bone in your leg. So why is it there? Well, its main function is to combine with the tibia and provide stability to the ankle joint and it holds it like like muscles are attached to it. So it provide the the fibula provides stability, the tibula bears all the weight. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? There's like a we have like a what do they call it? A, well, they call it a vestigial bone in our like our tailbone. Where they're like, well, that's left over from when we evolved from whales or whatever, mm. and we don't use it. But there's actually like muscles attached. Well, that, no, that's that's what they say, dude. I, I, I'm not buying that. Wait, well, no, so I'm not either. From monkeys, we came from whales. Well, whales to monkeys to us is what they say. That's that's what a certain group of the population believes. Mm-hmm. But they say that, but it's not true because the vestigial bone we have in our back, which they say it was from when we were whales, actually like muscles are attached to it, and it helps us thrust. <laughs> it does. Now, this is radio, and no one actually saw you thrusting while saying that. <laughs> so, but that isn't it crazy? It's almost as if this thing was designed pretty amazing that we have bones that don't, that, that have a purpose that aren't holding us up. Now, what is, is it your appendix that doesn't do anything? Or your, uh, your do, yeah, it doesn't do anything. It you just, just kind of like hangs there. Now, they say you can have your appendix taken out, but that your body does use it for something, but I can't remember what. Is it to me? If this is like, you know, appendicitis and all that stuff, why aren't we just grabbing that bad boy at birth? Just take her out? Well, because I don't think you want to just be performing surgeries for no reason. You don't want to just be cutting out body parts. If it doesn't serve anything, it can only be a bad thing. Why don't you just yank that bad boy out from where go? There was a there was a guy... Well, this is what we do with our tonsils, right? It plays a role in the mammalian... Oh, it, it helps with your immune system, the appendix does. No. Yes, it does. <laughs> Kelly Googles it for one second. Yes, it does. No, because it was a guy that I watched, Dr. Kent Hovind, who was a scientist. And I don't want to get too deep into this because I don't want people thinking I'm a kooky weirdo or whatever. But he argues he argues against people who believe in evolution. He argues for creationism. So a lot of people who believe in evolution will say, well, then why do we have an appendix? It doesn't do anything. And he'll say, well, the appendix actually does do something. You just don't. It's not 100% necessary. But it does help with your immune system. Mm. So I got that from Kent Hovind. I'm not buying that. Boy, I, I just sound like a weirdo now. Yeah, big time. Sorry about that. That's all right. Which, which one's the tibia and which one's the fibia? The the one we're talking about is the little one on the outside. That one leg. doesn't bear any weight. Yeah. It only so holds like muscles. The out, like the calf side. Right. Right. 
So your calf is attached to the the, fib, the fibula, right? No, it's like towards the outside of your leg. So like it'd be like towards your shoulder on the outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm. Mm. I feel it now. Oh, good. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> it's right next to your appendix down there. I got- <laughs> See, I share too much. Now everyone's gonna make fun. I don't care. Hey, you know what? You said we came from whales and all sorts of things. You're out there today. Someone said, turn the radio on and heard it has muscles that attach to help you thrust. Yeah. Chantel said that. All right. <laughs> there we go. Hey, the body is an amazing thing, my friend. That's true, though. I mean, when you really dive deep into it, it's amazing. It's pretty insane. We're pretty and lucky. We are. And on that note, we shall move on from this. And I shall stop sharing so much. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you watch. I, I, I watch a lot of kooky stuff, man. Yeah, I'm going to remember How this next you, time you tell me you don't have time. How long do you deep dive? Do you just get into a wormhole? Well, of like- ever since YouTube has been available on television, like I, I do deep dives all the time. Mm. The amount of episodes of Intervention I've watched are <laughs> shocking. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I'll watch the Intervention episodes where someone's like a big drinker. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> 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 some of them are pretty tragic, but some of them I'm like, I don't know. Seems like the guy's having a good time. Be a little hard on Doug. Not Sean. that kind of show, Chantel from Joe. Yeah, you're right. Class it up, Chantel. All right, this is a mess. I don't even know if this makes sense anymore. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I certainly did, and I think my two friends in the room here did. Better than mo- yesterday. For the most, yeah, yesterday was bad. Mm-hmm. And we'll have another one for you. Oh, we won't be here tomorrow. Nope. Monday, we'll have another one for you, and it'll be as delicious as this one was. Because every single day we do it, and I don't care if sometimes. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Uh, we talked a little bit about 40 ounces. Yes. And uh, Wood, your son, has another injury. Yes. And I'm a helicopter parent. Yeah. And yeah, you took your uh, family trashy tradition and made it even worse somehow. <laughs> well done. You'll hear it all right now in the bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right. Yeah. 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 I just see. You've, you've done better. So what? I don't drink wine. Start. No, I don't like the taste of it. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if anybody actually likes the taste of it. Like, you know, I'm I, actually jealous. Like where people do the whole, you know, like swifting it around and like, oh, this tastes so good. The first time I ever had wine, much like any other Catholic, yes, when you got up there and got a little sip of the blood, a communion, yeah. And I thought to myself, this sucks. Yeah, it's nasty. Well, plus they're not using the finest wines. Well, but. If, it, if it's every, just going to be turned into blood anyway. Every single cup or sip of wine I've had since then yeah. tastes exactly like that. Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody... I it, It's like when it comes to drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily enjoy the taste of a mixed cocktail, but I enjoy the ritual of it. I enjoy the people being around, you know, getting the ice cubes out, all that kind of... I enjoy so the, the party. Yeah, I enjoy the ritual. I don't even know if I enjoy the drink all that much. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense. I think it... Because you... You equate that with a party. Right. Like when, when someone shows up at your house with a bottle of wine. I love that. Like it just means like, all right, we're here to settle in for a little while. We're going to have some fun. All right. Let's put some music on. Let's crack wise for a little while. I just think the whole thing is just like funky to me. I, I, I don't know. And everybody starts to get loose after a few sips of wine. The conversation gets better. It's just, I love it. Because there's, you know, like red goes with like red meat, I believe. And yeah. then whites go with fish and things like, I, again, I, if you enjoy it, God love you. I've just never, even like the white stuff. Well, they say like it's, they say like it's supposed to cleanse your palate. You know, like when you have wine with, like, say, Italian food. Yeah. Like the red wine is supposed to cleanse your palate, so every bite tastes a little bit better. Nah. 
Sprite does it too. <laughs> just swooshing it around. <laughs> I'm on some Pepsi. Oh, yes. This one's a little heavy on the lemon, I can tell. As your teeth fall out. To me, that's. I, I just. I. I've never gotten into it, and I don't know why. It's just not your thing, man. Yeah. There's things you're into that I'm not into. No, and it's not like I care or, you know, I have any sort of, like, hatred for it or anything like that. To me, I just, it's never been an interest of mine, so I've just never chased it down, I guess. Sievert texted in, hey, Kelly, how about a box of wine? wine. Now, that, now, that is how I ended up falling asleep in my front yard mm-hmm. on the 4th of July. Because with a box of wine, you're not sure where you're at. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's a it's an enclosed system. So I didn't know that I had drinking, I don't know, maybe two bottles of wine that day. I don't even know how much I drank that day. You don't know how shriveled that bag on the inside is. Right. And so I fell asleep in the front lawn, and since then I've never bought another box of wine. If, that was that was shame. If you like you're going over to someone's house, like you said, like to bring a bottle of wine. I wouldn't have no clue on what kind like the Merlot and the Cabernets. I honest to God. Have no idea what those even mean. I, well, I, I kind of do, but I don't know what a good one is or whatever. I go by price. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. You could be selling me foot wine. Yeah. And if it's $30 a bottle, I would be, okay, cool. I'm not going to disrespect these people. I'm going to bring in this box of foot wine. <laughs> right. But I spent 30 bucks well, on here's it. Well, here's a tip for you. Don't ever bring a box of wine. No, it's all right. That's private. That's shameful. I think you'd be better off just showing up with like a box of, you know, nice tarty or, yeah. you know, a well, it's white gonna, claws. It's going to go a lot farther. That's for sure. Like I can, I, I know, like if I would run to the liquor store, I could get my wife something. Yeah. Like that, that she is probably the only person on earth that I could buy. Back in the day, my dad used to get Mickey's. The hand grenades. A little sixer of Mickey's. That I could get him taken care of. I still like Mickey's to this day. I'll draw, so every, even as a grown uh, man, <laughs> I will still sometimes buy a Mickey's 40 ounce. Why? I don't know. That, like last summer when we were on vacation, we were up in uh, Hill City. Yeah. And they had Mickey's 40 ounces at the uh, at the gas station. Oh, 99 gas cents? No, they're like $1.95 or something. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in my boat, and I'm going to crack a Mickey's, and I'm going to listen to House of Pain. <laughs> and I did exactly that. It was one of the best boat rides of my life. I think because my dad would used to give me sips. Yeah. You know, he'd be out Ooh, in the yard, and I'd be like, Dad, can I get a sip of your beer? And he'd give me, uh, have a little sip of Mickey's. Yeah. I think that stuff tasted so bad. <laughs> it's it's not good. It sent me down a path my entire life where I just said, you know what? Drinking's not for me because I had that hand grenade. Well, you, know what the other, you know what the other thing is, too, about a 40 ounce? You, you, you got to drink it fast because once you get to that, you know, there's like maybe mm-hmm. three inches of beer left in it. It's hot and it's disgusting. So that you got to drink a 40 fast. And then when you drink it fast... You're sitting sideways. The party started. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting sideways. We used to do, oh my gosh, this is going to open up the window of how trashy my family is. Oh, but yes. I love them to absolute death. But we used to do, a, I think I've told this story, we used to do a 40-ounce drink-off at the cabin. With your family? With my family. And I'm talking cousins, mm-hmm. uncle, everybody. This, this wasn't just like the young people. This was everybody was involved. Yeah. And it was who could drink a 40-ounce the fastest. And my cousin Steven, who you met, mm-hmm. could, you? could knock down a 40 and I'm not even lying, dude. Probably 90 seconds. Wow. <laughs> That's not even an exaggeration. Like, he would he would get to where there was maybe, like, uh, you know, a half of an inch left of his, and then he would just sit there and wait for all of us to get close. As we're all, like, you know, burping. Yeah. One time I threw up because I, would, I drank it too fast. But we used to have a 40-ounce drink-off, 
And I would, what I would do is I would go, because I lived in North Minneapolis, so I'd go to the hood, right? Mm-hmm. There used to be a super hood liquor store right around the corner, and they had, I don't know, 20 different 40s there. A delectable choice. It was like Hurricane, Evil Eye, like all these 40s you've never heard of before. Steel Reserve was one of them. And so what I'd do is I'd buy them, wrap them in aluminum foil, right? And then it was the mystery 40 ounce, and you didn't get to see what you were drinking until you were done. And maybe you just got the look of the draw and got the old E, the <laughs> right. top shelf. Well, old English was one of them, too. Mickey's was one. Old <sighs> English was was one St. Ives. That man. was another one. Boy, I know my forty ounces, man. That, but that, I think that, honest to God, that has saved me. Uh, Edward Forty Hands from Julie texted in. That's where you tape it to your hand, right? Yep. And you can't untape it till it's done. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's funny. The, the this is, but this is what I'm talking about. Like the, the the forty ounce drink off at the cabin is some of my fondest memories. And then I ruined it. As 150 ruined, points, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Save that for the trash flash. But I ruined it because at that same hood liquor store I would go to, Old English came out with a 64-ounce. So one year, as a surprise to my family... Isn't that a gallon? I think so. You're buying Old English by the gallon. So I went to this hood liquor store. I bought every single 64-ounce they had in there. Cost you 19 bucks. (laughs) I drank for a week. (laughs) But I brought it to the cabin, and everybody thought we were going to do the 40-ounce drink-off. I, I, I had dramatic music playing, like the music that Elvis plays when he comes on stage. Yeah. And I come walking up with this cooler. It was a it was like a hundred and sixty quart cooler. It was gigantic. Filled with sixty four ounce old English. Oh. And man, my family never forgave me. <laughs> like, honestly, people stopped going to the cabin after that. You like, ruined it. I ruined it. With my with my sixty four ounce beers, you flew too close to the sun. And, and the wings of oldie. I haven't seen a sixty four ounce since then. They're probably like were deemed illegal. Like you can't sell that much in one container. It seems really dangerous Ooh, on no. multiple levels. My family is like, hey, dude, could you stop putting our business out there like that? Nah, especially the especially the sixty four ounce drink off. Ah, the Kelly Jordan family. But I remember like we this was on Lake Beltane, which mm-hmm. is one of the clearest lakes in Minnesota, and I remember the next day going snorkeling. And there was just like like people's wallets were at the bottom of the lake. Like my brother had dropped a Zima in the bottom of the lake. I All was like, the bottles of the sixty four ounces are down there. Hey, Jeremy said sixty four ounces is a half gallon. That's okay. still, still a lot of beer though in yeah. one container. Well. And yes, my family is a little on the trashy side. My, Fine. My son's amateur baseball team would do a forty ounce can of beer duct taped to each hand in each <laughs> player, and they'd have a contest on who could drink the fastest. Yeah. That, well, that's, yeah, that's the Edward Forty yeah. hands, right? Yeah. Well, good memories, man. Kelly, you ruined it to the point they quit making the 64-ounce. <laughs> Sievert, that may be true, man. Yeah. They just they were like, hey, look. Jesse, was that game called the Instant Hangover? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was bad. Trust me, the hangover was intense. Turkey Tim, Wood, you need to do a trash flash on Kelly. <laughs> uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. Charlie texted in, you guys are gone again tomorrow? What do you work, six months out of the year? It feels that way sometimes. It's on the high side. Right. Uh, but I'm sorry, Charlie. My wife is having surgery today. Sorry I can't come in tomorrow. Come on now. Jeez. Charlie no, doesn't know. No, I'm kidding. My wife does have surgery today, though, so uh, we decided just to take tomorrow off because she can't. She won't be able to drive or anything like that. I'm surprised so. you're not there already. Usually, surgeries too. are like the first thing in the morning. Right, I am too. And I even because I was, I planned on taking today and tomorrow off so mm-hmm. I could be there. And they're like, "No, your surgery is until two o'clock in the afternoon." I was like, "Okay, well, I'll bang out one day at work so I don't upset Charlie." Yeah, <laughs> Charlie coming for you. But no, so yeah, my wife has surgery. I mean, of all the things she's been through, mm-hmm. and, and I hate to say this because anytime they're cutting into your body, it's something. But of all the stuff she's been through, this is probably 
Like, they haven't made this sound like it's a big deal. It's a quick one. They're popping out the spacers, popping in the implants. Okay. And uh, she'll be home by tonight, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, you know, if, if you believe in that sort of thing, throw up a prayer if you got a second. Uh, Dana texted in, we all know Wood can't handle the show on his own. You're right. There, wow, is, there was a rule. This was years ago that I was not allowed to do the show by myself. Yeah. It goes back to the Funky Co. Medina incident, <laughs> where I just started playing all sorts of random music. Yeah. I was in here by myself. I was like, you know what? I haven't heard Funky Co. Medina in a while, and I played Funky Co. Medina. You're like, format be damned. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like a mass email went out that Wood is no longer allowed to run the show by himself because he can't be trusted. Well, it's and honestly, it's hard to do on your own. It's impossible. When you get used to doing it like this, because I did radio by myself for years, and you get used to doing it by yourself. It's not as good. It wasn't is good yeah but you get just used to this so no this is a this is a two-person tango you can't do it solo and the thing is like i and honestly and real quick i'm surprised at how little time i did miss with my wife going through her breast cancer Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like it it just i thought i would be out way more than i even was so it it ended up being you know pretty it took took some work but we got yeah it was fairly frictionless so and that and that's a thank you to you wood for you know working so hard so i could be there with my wife but anyway Mm -hmm. speaking of medical issues you got one in your house now yeah back at it yesterday (laughs) when you texted me last night i was like you've got to be kidding me so we we took the kids out of school a little early last friday we went down to that tattoo convention and when we picked up Everett, he had an ice pack on his hand. Mm-hmm. What happened, buddy? Well, he said that he got he was playing basketball and somebody passed him and he caught it on the pinky and it was swollen. And I figured, all right, he just jammed his finger. We've all been there, right? Like, you never played football, but I remember the first time I dislocated my finger. Right. I looked down and it's going sideways. I honestly got Ooh. thought I had broken my finger, you know, and I go to the sideline and my coach just yanked it out and oh. it popped back in. But it, his wasn't like that. I figured he just stubbed his finger really bad. Right. Well, I did play basketball for a little okay. bit. So when you catch that basketball in a, you know, direct on the finger, that's a, that's a painful one. And so uh, we were kind of worried and Andrea's, well, do we need to go? Well, I, you know, we got to get down to the cities. Let's see how he, he was fine the whole day. He went mm-hmm. swimming that day, ran around the convention. Saturday, we went to the Mall of America. He literally did raw, uh, wall climbing. Reaching up, grabbing. Which requires a lot of finger strength. And honestly, so when he did that, I figured, okay, it's just, it's not a big deal. Last night, we're sitting down, we're doing his homework, and I'm realizing he's not putting any weight, because it's his right hand pinky. Uh He's not putting any weight on his hand. He's just like air styling writing. And it's still swollen, it's black and blue, and I thought to myself, ah, we may need to go get this checked out. Run up to the doctor real quick. Sure enough, broken finger. Jeez. So did it happen the way that he said that it happened then? Yeah. With a, getting hit in the... Man. No, even the doctor says, yeah, this looks like that kind of break. But the problem is, is he's been wiggling it around. He's been moving it oh, around. The bones started to move. Yeah. So we have to go see a surgeon today. Oh, my gosh, dude. And even the doctor was kind of, you know, noticing. And I said to her, he just got out of a boot. <laughs> A month ago from a surgery where he broke four bones in his foot. Maybe we can get two-for-one surgeries today. I, I told Andrew, I need an endorsement with like an orthopedic surgeon or something. <laughs> you and do. The other thing is, I told Andrea, hey, every day, that boy needs to start drinking milk. I drank so much milk as a kid, it took me forever to break my first bone. And right. I don't know if that's like an old wives' tale or whatever. Well, I don't know. Calcium. You would think, right? Yeah. 
But this kid is paper mache. <laughs> he is pretty soft, man. But I do give him some credit, the fact that he was able to tough it out. He played hurt, that's for sure. And I even told him that last night, you know, we get him in bed because he's got a splint on it right now so it doesn't, so it stops moving and stuff. I told him, I said, you know, I'm pretty proud of you for toughing it out. Yeah. And it, this goes... It, in the wood lineage. Now, my father broke his hand as a kid, and his mom didn't take him to the doctor for a week. Okay. <laughs> I Boy, bro- his hand must be messed up. The first time I broke my hand, I didn't go to the doctor for a week. Yes. Now, my mom blames me for that because I did lie how I broke, because I broke it punching something. Right. And I told her I slammed it in a door. What a doofus. And so she puts the blame on me. But this follows the wood lineage of not taking your child to the doctor with a broken bone. (laughs) And I did feel a little bad when the doctor was, when did this happen earlier today? And I was like, ah, no. (laughs) Like six days ago. About a week ago. Oh, oh, okay. So I I don't know, man. I I literally just finished paying off his previous bills. Right. And now, and now it's a new year, too, so it's fresh. The insurance starts all over, deductibles. You couldn't have broke this last year? But, you know, with this kid at this motion, fine. Right. I, I, I'm going to hit it at some point in time. Might as well get it out of the way now. It's so funny, dude, because it could not be more different. So we're letting our kids do something today that we've never let them do before. Mm. We're going to let them ride the... Well, I mean, they're going to... Because my wife has surgery and I can't... We just we don't have anyone to pick them up from school, anything like that. So they're going to take the bus home and let themselves into the house all by themselves today. Mm-hmm. They've never done that before, and we I am terrified. Your daughter's thirteen. I know, but I just don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like it at all. They're going to be just fine. I'm I'm going to maybe try and have my brother pick them up or something. I'm like I just don't like this at all. I look self self diagnosed helicopter parent. No, no, this isn't even helicopter parent. This is umbilical cord parent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I am so terrified of this particular event. They're, they're going to do fine. I know. They're going to do fine. And honestly, once they do it the first time, it's going to get so much easier for you. Yeah, I know. And they're, you know, the thing is, like, I don't worry about them. Like, they're good. My kids are good kids. Like, yeah. They're, they're, rule, they're like their dad, habitual rule followers. Mm-hmm. But it's just like me and my wife are like, oh, I hate this. I hate you can it. let go now. Like I contacted our neighbors. I'm like, can they maybe come to your house instead? You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate I hate and and this is, here's a warning for any new parents out there. Mm-hmm. Try not to be a helicopter parent because it makes the separation process so much harder. You gotta let your kids spread their wings a little bit a, a, for a couple of reasons. A, your own mental well-being. Yeah. And also B, it's healthy for the kid. Oh, 100%. To get out there and try new things because at some point in time, they've got to fly the coop. Right. right? At some point in time, I mean, they, are you, they going to be living with you when they're 30? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. 35 years old coming home I with their so. kids. I and hope all they that. are. Yeah. But it was funny, Nick Barth over at Beaver Island was telling me that his sister, like his parents babied his sister, mm-hmm. and when she went off to college, she didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. Like she didn't know how to make her own food, didn't know how to do her own laundry, none of that. See, that's not good, man. Right. You got to be able to spread those wings. Uh, like Pam texted in, why don't you just have your daughter call or text you when they get home? Yeah, I mean, that's probably what we'll do. Yeah, have them check in. You have, yeah. like, the ring doorbells and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we got cameras all over the place. And so you'll see. Yeah, you know yeah. you know, a dad like me, he's got cameras everywhere. <laughs> Bing bong. I'm like, oh, they're in the house. We're good. Yeah. So, so I, I would feel comfortable with my kids getting off the bus and going home at their age now. Yeah. But I, you and I obviously take very different paths when yeah. it comes to... Yeah, look, you play it fast and loose. I don't. There, you would think... 
Between the two of us, there's got to be some happy middle ground. I, th- there is somewhere, but I don't know where it is. My children are walking wounded. <laughs> Your kids are literally attached to the amp. There has to be some happy medium between the Twix of us where there is somewhere called happiness. Yeah, there, I'm sure there is. I haven't found it yet, though. Uh, people are texting in, Wood, does your son have brittle bone, uh, brittle bone disease? No, he's just got a uh, lunatic. Honestly, we were told this a while ago. My son, I don't talk about this often, but my son has severe ADHD. Those kids suffer broken bones and injuries like this at a much higher clip. Because they run so hot. Like, they're just... They're, they're going constantly. Right, I don't, and I don't mean that as an insult. No. Like I'm just saying, like, they just... They're, they're going, going, going. They're going there all the time. Uh, my son... Oh, check out this text. My son broke his leg, and we had doctors there say it was a deep bruise, so we didn't take him in right away. Found out six hours later, it was a perfect break. He broke the bone clean through, and the bone went back oh. together perfectly. That's crazy. Without being set? Well, I mean, if it like breaks and then it like just gets right back on point, that would make sense. But that's, that's still crazy. I didn't even know that was possible because I would think you'd put weight on it and it would just go to the side. I found out yesterday one of the nurses was telling me that like her brother broke broke a bone in like the bottom part of your leg. Yeah, one of these bones in the your bottom of your leg is not weight bearing. Whoa! That, right? Maybe it's just me. That was from my that was from a medical professional. Otherwise, I wouldn't have believed it. Why is it there then? Balance. I think we, I think we, I think we have today's. Maybe it's just me. I'm telling you, when she told me that, I was flabbergasted, gobsmacked. Yeah, I was like, well, why couldn't he have broken that bone? <laughs> we just let it heal on its own. But uh, kids, man, the yeah. best thing in the world. But man, alive, they will. The hardest job you'll ever love. They'll send you gray. Yeah, that's for sure. If you I ready to do it. some history, brother? Come on, let's do it. Oh, all right. It was on this day. This is, this is all, like, recent stuff today. It was on this day back in 1997. <laughs> King of the Hill made its premiere on Fox. Mm. Ran for 10 years, I believe. 10 or 11 years it was on. One of my favorite cartoons, man. Like, The Simpsons was good for about 8, 9 years. I feel like King of the Hill was good the entire season. Or the entire series, I mean. Now, is that quantified as a spinoff? Of Beavis and Butthead, because wasn't he the neighbor of he Beavis and Butthead? Loosely, I mean, okay. it, it was all done by Mike Judge, mm-hmm. who who did Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. So I don't know if it really would, but yeah, he was kind of that character. But anyway, King of the Hill to me, one of the best shows of all time. I still love it to this day. One of my one of my good friends growing up had a stepdad who literally talked like Boomauer. Oh, I knew people like that in Texas. We called him Boomauer behind his back. He would talk to you. And I would have no idea what he said. <laughs> right? He was a grown man that needed subtitles. Yeah. Well, when all the words blend together and you got a heavy southern accent on there, you can't hear a word anybody's saying. Speaking English to me, and I would just give him the old, <laughs> yep. The fake laugh. Walk on by. Yeah. Uh, would, in 1999, very special moment. Britney Spears releases her first album, Baby One More Time. I remember this music video. So do I. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... S- say less. Yeah. <laughs> do more. Yeah. Uh, anyway, wait, what does that mean? Don't know. Anyway, it was in 1990. It's so crazy when you see that video, too, just how healthy and young she looks. Mm-hmm. And now she just looks beat up and used up, man. Fame. It'll do it to you, I don't man. know if it's worth it, brother. It's I really, a drug. I always, I always wanted to be famous my entire life, and I don't know if it would have been worth it. Thank God we don't have the talent for it. No. I, I don't have any discernible talent, so... Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be a backup dancer for MC Hammer. That never happened, so I just gave up. 
It was on this day in 2010. There has been a huge earthquake, magnitude 7.0, just off the coast of Haiti, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Early reports of extensive damage are coming from the capital, Port-au-Prince, 700 miles from Miami. It killed 230,000 people Mm. in 2010. That is a significant chunk. That's how my cousin started his charity. Because of that earthquake? He he had just gotten out of the service. He was a Marine. Right. And uh, still is. Right. Uh, and so he and his buddies, you know, Marines, they got out of the service and they saw all this going on. And Haiti was so poor, people like the Red Cross and stuff couldn't get to where they were at. Right. Right. And my cousin had the idea of we're Marines. We know how to get through the worst of the worst. And we know how to fix broken bones and things like that. Like you get medical training as a Marine because you're behind lines, whatever. So he and a lot of his Marine buddies, a a group, I think there's like 16 of them, flew to Haiti, raised some money, and then got to all these areas where people weren't being helped. Wow. And that's how he started. It's called Team Rubicon now. And it's literally veterans that are got out of the service that have all these skills, don't know what to do. Anytime there's any sort of natural disaster or anything like that, they go into these places that the Red Cross and all these, that they're too big to get to. Right. And they get in there and they start helping out on the ground floor because they have all these skills to help people. That's genius. And it started with that. He said he was just on the couch watching and figured, you know what? I can probably go down there and help. You ever talk to him? Jake? Oh, he's a great dude. He's Captain America. My cousin Captain America that we talk about. Yeah. Wow, dude, oh, that's amazing. It's all—it's so great to talk to somebody and make you feel wildly inadequate. Right, I, just that story, I'm like, ugh, I really got to get this thing on track. And now, and then, of course, he went, you know, he's talked with presidents and stuff like yeah. that. He's raised millions of dollars, and yeah, it's like, well, I... <laughs> Oh, my kid broke his finger and I didn't get a medical attention. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear the show this morning? We got a new fart sound effect. Uh, but yeah, Sprite, you say, huh? Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, celebrating some birthdays today. This is Jeff Bezos. He is the richest person in the world. Back in 2017, he became the world's first center billionaire. That's a net worth of 100 billion US dollars. Jeff Bezos, it's his birthday today. Do you ever see old pictures of him? Like when he got Amazon started like out of a garage, he looks like a nerd. Now he looks like a super villain. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Like you just have all this money and all of a sudden muscles start to grow. Well, yeah, you shave your who head. Knows, who knows what chemicals he has access to that we don't? Oh, I'm prop. He's pr- just buy it on Amazon, I guess. <laughs> right. But he's got to be 60. Uh, man, you're close, but not. He's only 59. He's got to be the world's most eligible bachelor, right? I mean, that probably. Rich. But he's like out. He bought that like two hundred thirty million dollar yacht, and now like no one sees him anymore. He's just out on the ocean somewhere. Do you blame him? No, well, hell no. God knows what plot he's coming up with out there. But I always see that like two hundred thirty million dollar yacht. Like you would want to bring probably thirty of your friends out with you, wouldn't you? Because otherwise, you're just alone on this yacht with the help. Yeah, yeah. You know he ain't talking to the help. And he's not driving that. No. Oh, that'd be fun though. No, it wouldn't. Open that thing wide open. Just bashing into reefs and did stuff. Ever, did you ever see that uh, Mythbusters where they try to see if you could water ski behind a cruise ship? Mm-mm. That's what I'd be trying to do. Why not? You got the money. Drop one. That would be fun. All right. Also celebrating a birthday today. WNBC. Why the WNBC. Howard Stern, it's his birthday today. Boy, you want to talk about a dude who is just 
off the reservation now. Yeah, his his political views have kind of taken over the entire show. I, I still think, though, interview-wise, he's one of the best in the business. Without a doubt. Because he'll do a three-hour interview with somebody. Well, you saw that Bruce Springsteen finally got him to leave his house. Like, he wanted to interview Bruce Springsteen. Oh, that's right, yeah. And Springsteen said, I'm not going to do it if you're not in your studio. And it was like the first time he would leave. He left his house in like 18 months. Yeah, it's wild, right? He's got to be 70. You're right, man. You're Well, you're one year off. <laughs> Howard Stern is 69 today. <sighs> Been funny too. What an awesome life. I mean, everybody in the 90s wanted to be Howard. Everybody in radio was trying to be Howard Stern in the 90s. Yeah. Shows that were never dirty before started talking dirty, and it sucked, and it ruined radio for a little bit. And, hey, and if you're and not, if you're in radio, you've seen Private Parts probably 15 times. Oh, man, I got the VHS copy if you want to come mm-hmm. over and watch it sometime. And, uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, I want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 